hanging around, hanging around. Kids got alligator blood. Welcome to the sixth podcast. This is the host on the machine, Pablo Petrucci. I'm feeling much better. Um, I just finished day seven. This is fucking huge. I mean, it's fucking huge. It's huge. Uh, seven days in a row of of exercise is completely and totally unprecedented in my uh, physically lazy life. I've never done this before, so I'm going to give myself a round of applause, a pat on the back for doing it. And if you manage to go seven days straight with exercising or seven days straight committing to something, uh, quitting something, um, you got to make sure that you give yourself that that pat on the back that, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, you got to reward yourself. You got to take a moment to say job well done. And I'm making you listen to me give myself a job well done. Um, I was reading The Path again, and there's an interesting statement here where uh, the writer says that Confucius offers a very different vision of transformation, which focuses not on the grand dramatic event, but on the small repeated moments. And I have to agree. Again, part of why I think someone like Tony Robbins is a snake oil salesman um, is because he keeps selling the idea of instant change. There's a lot of that in that neoliberal self-help bullshit that's trying to tell you that you just all you got to do is change in an instant. That's just not the reality. I think Confucius offers us a much better window into change and transformation, which is the commitment to a daily ritual, the commitment to daily routine in such a way as to transform yourself, not in the short term, but in the long term, just gradually. And I don't mean long term like 10 fucking years. I just mean the long term meaning a month, two months, three months, four months. That really is the, the at least for me, the most critical stage because you're trying to break off one uh, lifetime of habit, a pa- one path that's rooted in a lifetime of habit and reinforced over a lifetime, trying to like rip that in two and to suddenly go from to t- suddenly go from that to an entirely different direction is extremely difficult. Um, yeah, so you just got to keep killing that dragon. You got to keep fighting it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, the, the power of the daily ritual, I have to say... Um, it's, it's a really interesting one, and it really sort of forces you to confront different aspects of yourself. So it's also a process of self-discovery. I was watching um, uh, a sketch, not a sketch, but Dana Carvey was doing a bit that really made me laugh. Um, and I'm going to sort of reenact it for you, where he... <laughs> 
I fucking love the English accent. And um, Dana Carvey does a bit where he is... Um, the scenario is, what would it be like if Paul McCartney was trying to explain to John Lennon in heaven, you know, or John Lennon who is in heaven, uh, Paul McCartney's having a conversation with John Lennon uh, in heaven and explaining to John Lennon what it means to record with Kanye West. And so, you know, John Lennon is asking him... Um, <clears throat> John Lennon is asking him, like, you know, so what, you know, what's it like? And McCartney is like, well, you know, I was just plonking, you know, and he was just sort of there. Well, what was he doing? Was he playing an instrument? Well, he was on the auto tuner. The auto what? The auto tuner. What's an auto tuner? Well, you know, in case you hit a flat wattie it sort of helps the vocals along with a little bit of. You know, wibbly wobbly. Well, it sounds like he's not playing it properly. Now, if you watch that video, <laughs> you will see Bill Hader just, he's just laughing so hard he's crying. It's a video with Dana Carvey and Bill Hader. You guys should check that out. I, uh, Dana Carvey is really probably my all-time favorite. Well, this is tough to pick an all-time favorite for Saturday Night Live, but Dana Carvey has to be top two, top three. And then maybe Chris Farley and Adam Sandler and then Will Ferrell. Ah, that's probably my top four. It's hard to pick after that. Maybe Mike Myers too. Damn it. There are too many, too many just utterly hilarious uh, performers. Um, but Dana Carvey always had a soft spot for him. He's really the first uh, comedian whose, whose performances I just completely fell in love with. And he still got it. He's just still hilarious. His... Uh, George W. makes me laugh <laughs> because he, he manages to capture the, the, an element of the person's personality when he does his caricatures. And, and with George W., he sort of plays George W. His impersonation is like George W. as if George W. was a little bit of, he's like a little kid almost who's sneaky. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I hope you are enjoying your weekend. The heat wave is still killing me, uh, just to get melodramatic here. But um, seven days in a row is a cool thing, and uh, that means I've got 23 days left. So the number is starting to get smaller. I'm chipping away at it, chipping away at the armor of the dragon. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.